0: Welcome to Southern Man, Western Town, with your host, Jeff Lawrence. Bringing you interviews from artists and entertainers from all over the globe. Please like, subscribe, or follow Southern Man, Western Town. new show drops every week and we appreciate you being here with us Southern Man, Western town, as soon as I find my glasses, I will start doing this thing because I can't read without them, and I'm gonna read something <laughs> anyway. this is a special episode. they're all special. Let's get real with it but now nah, this is a a bonus episode I usually list uh easily release once a week. Um, but this one, um, this week is going to be two a week. So I have on Stanley today from Bleakhaven Comics. They, so he, him and uh, they started their own. Uh, him and some guys started their own uh, comic book world called Bleakhaven. It's kind of spelled like heaven. B L E A K H uh, E A V E N. And they're gonna, he's gonna tell you all about it. Um, you can go to Bleak Haven Comics, uh on, the, uh, on their website and check it all out and order a physical copy of the book. They don't have it online yet. I don't know if, uh, he he talks a little bit about, it, about that in the interview whether they're gonna have it online or not, but I'm sure they will eventually. But yeah, you can get order a physical copy right there, but uh, definitely, uh. Check it out. I enjoyed the interview. I'm a old comic book guy myself. I don't really deal with comic books anymore, like I haven't bought any in a long time. I don't really read them much anymore, but when I was a kid, they were everything to me. I mean I had tons of them I ended up giving them all to my cousin Joel down in South Carolina, who's a big comic book guy still. I still have a few. I have a ten or twelve and more just kind of just sitting on them to eventually sell. If they're worth anything or not. And, uh, yeah, so, haven't had anybody, uh, any comic book people on yet, so he tells you all about the story, and, uh, you know what, I I should have asked you more about the artwork. I meant to, but I did not do that. But he he tells you all about it anyway. Um, I hope you enjoy the interview. What else is going on this week? Originally I recorded this uh, Interview on November 8th, so it's been a couple of weeks, or has it? Yeah, today's 16th. It's about a, been about a week. So, going to go ahead and release that. You know, there's not going to be as much music on the show today because it's a comic book show. It's obvious why people. Anyway, what's going on in the world? Coronavirus still kicking everyone's ass running and all over the place. There is a uh, another vaccine. I forgot the company that made it. Uh, announced today on the 16th. Like I said, 93 um, something percent effective. So it's about right where the fires everyone was at. So we got two vaccines out there. Hopefully this is going to well all be able to get this thing. You know, sometime early spring, and get out there or maybe play live again in the summer. Hopefully, hopefully everything does that, and I uh, still got Trump not conceding the election. Uh, I don't know why. I kind of do. It's probably got something to do with money. He knows he lost. He ain't gonna. Some of his followers are uh, a little delusional, thinking that he's gonna stay in. And all oh, the media don't decide elections. No shit, but numbers do. Math's math. It's hard to fuck up some math when it's uh, like six million more votes at this point there's always going to be things in the, in an election that's going to be you know you're always going to have a couple of votes you know maybe a hundred here and there that are something happened with I, I don't I seriously doubt it's going to be 6 million he's the one who told all of his followers to not vote by mail I mean he kind of buried himself I don't know why he would even do that he tried to try to sabotage the post office I don't know why he didn't just go tell all of his voters to vote by mail. He'd probably, uh, I don't know, he'd probably been a lot better off. But enough about politics, what else is going on, nothing else. Uh, I'm not going to get into any kind of pro-wrestling news or anything like that. Music news, I, all I can, uh, do, like I said, everybody's gigs are pretty much canceled at the moment. We got We're under like a two-week shutdown in Utah. I think you can still... I'm not sure how it works. I think you could still go to bars and if there's not that many people and I don't know what the hell. I think the Royal, those guys, Royal Bliss and the Royal, I think they're still doing a show. Maybe not them. I, I know they just did some, but I think Ginger and the Gents and the American Shitmen, I, I call them the American Shitmen because I don't fucking like them, but uh, that's my own thing. But uh, that's not saying to don't, not not go to the show because I do like Ginger and the Gents and I do like the Royal. And uh Anyway, I think they're doing a show this weekend, but uh, other music stuff, like our sponsor, Black Doomba Records, which you can go to co. They've got um, some new uh, releases out there from, I think, Glow Morning, uh, maybe League of Corruption. There's some bands putting some stuff out. My my buddies over at, uh, my new friends over at uh, Black Magic Caravan have put out the rest of their EP It's a little, I think it's six or seven songs. You can get it on Spotify, Black Magic Caravan. If you just like some straight up kick ass rolling stones, kind of rock and roll, kind of just straight up ACDC, maybe. I don't know, whatever you want to, Aerosmith, whatever you think rock and roll is, that's what these guys do. Um, Check them out, Black Magic Caravan. They sent me a kick ass t shirt. Everybody that's been on the show has said they were going to send me a t-shirt, but so far only uh, Southern Honor Wrestling, well, Gary Lamb down there in Canton, Georgia, and uh, my sponsor, uh, Tommy Stewart over there at Black Doom Records sent me a cool shirt and some CDs, and Black Magic Caravan, that's it, got three things. Hopefully I'm going to get a comic book from uh, Haven. when you got. Go to Bleak Haven. Make sure it's it's like B L E A K, and then like Heaven. It's all one word. He'll tell you in the interview. Just listen up. Um, I'm calling him Stanley. I think it, he might go by Stan. <laughs> so uh, don't be mad. All right, I'm going to play you guys out of this uh, intro here. <laughs> Black Doomba Records.
1: Welcome to the world of Black Doomba.
0: Jars, Negative Wall, and the artists of Duba Comic Con, Stoneman, and Register and Board. Black Duba
1: Records on Facebook, Twitter, Bandcamp, and Big Cartel, and BlackDubaRecords.co. Black Duba Records. Expect the dark.
0: All right, joining me now, Stanley Cade Bostwick of Bleak Bleakhaven. How are you?
1: I'm good. How are you today?
0: Good. Thanks for calling me this morning. I know we've been trying to set this up, and I kind of had to rearrange it from yesterday. I had a craziness going on over here, but <laughs> uh, glad to connect with you. So, tell us about Bleakhaven. Is it Bleakhaven Comics, or is that, is that the full name? Or
1: yeah, um, Bleakhaven Comics is the uh, business. But so we just kind of go by Bleak Haven. Um I guess the, the what do you want to know about it first?
0: Yeah, just uh, what's just kind of tell us a little bit about the 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 concept. I mean, how many how many do you have a lot of comics out already, or just is it kind of one storyline? I, I I've been reading what you a little bit about it, but I haven't uh, figured it all out yet.
1: Oh, that's okay. We're still working on figuring it all out too. <laughs> um, <laughs> so. Uh originally what we wanted to do was an animated series that's where we came up with the idea so we actually have that written out with uh, a couple of seasons story arcs and then about the first 10 episodes actually written but uh animation is incredibly expensive yeah so it's it's hard to just jump into that so we decided to go with comic books because I work with uh, some really phenomenal artists. So the first story arc is our uh, flagship sort of uh, comic series. It's called Welcome to Bleakhaven, and it's about the the animated series that we want to do, but it's more like a uh, anthology. Of stories that happen around the main story. So I think it's kind of like the Twilight Zone, but if it connected later.
0: Oh, okay. So it kind of gives the rundown of what, of the backstories and stuff?
1: Yeah, so it, it'll, it um, basically it highlights different sections of the city. Bleakhaven in universe is a city kind of like Gotham or gotcha. New York in Marvel Comics.
0: That's cool. And, uh, is that were you influenced a lot by uh Marvel and DC I guess
1: Yeah uh I've been a huge uh comic book fan my entire life so uh I'm a big Batman fan um I'm a big sci-fi and uh a mythology fan as well So a lot of the influence comes from uh modern comic books but also uh, mythology and folklore that's really lesser known. Cool. So yeah. the way I describe it. Oh, sorry. No, go ahead. Uh, the way I describe it is like X Files, but in Gotham City.
0: Okay, but it is. It but there's definitely heroes and and villains and all that.
1: Yeah, yeah. So our first uh, issue is a two part issue. So it's one comic, and then you flip it over. It covers one of the main heroes, which is the skull of him, and he goes out and fights and stuff, and it kind of sets up the city and things and then the other comic book is about a cult that's in the underground of Bleakhaven,
0: very cool, yeah, I was a huge comic book fan myself when i uh, when I was younger mainly i had i probably had four or five hundred of them <laughs> and then uh <laughs> And then ended up giving them to one of my cousins. One of my cousins was, he was an artist for Marvel for a bit. His name's, uh, oh, yeah, his name's, uh, Joel uh, Smart, but I, he doesn't do very many. Um, it was back in the 80s. I think he did a few, I don't know what he did actually. I think he was, he didn't actually, wasn't actually artist on the comic books. He would, he had a job where he would, whenever they came up with a new villain or, Something like that he would draw it, and then he would present it. yeah, he would present it so, to the him.
1: concept artist.
0: right, and he would do different yeah different costumes and things like that, occasionally they would uh go with some of them, but it was a tough, tough business at the time, you know it was pre pre computers and all that,
1: yeah, Let's... I'm sure it was much harder to get all the <laughs> comic books done and printed. we've been really fortunate to be in this time we've uh had it relatively easy um to get this first issue up took us about a year but we're you know just starting out so
0: yeah i think it's very cool Though from what i was reading it'd be uh i think it's going to do well and i i don't think the animated series would be uh too far off in the future i think you'll probably get to that pretty not too long
1: i, I do hope so um for now we are focusing on the comics though we did uh just recently announced on Halloween that we have three titles coming. So this flagship is just going to be ten issues series. Okay. But we have three ongoing series uh, that are in the works right now.
0: Now the one that's out now, you can get physical copies over at um, Bleakhaven dot com.
1: Yeah, that's uh, our website. We sell them there, and we ship them all across America. Okay. And we're working on getting them into comic book shops
0: as well. Cool. Yeah. There's a. Yeah. I think there's a. I live up in North Ogden. I think there's like a heebie Jeebies or something up here that would probably probably go for that. Um. But you can. It, but you no. can read it online too, right?
1: Um. No. Uh. It's just physical copy only for right now. Uh. We do have a web series in the works as well. But for right now, it's just physical copies.
0: Oh, that's cool. I think I think real fans kind of like that better. Anyway, they kind of like to like to hold it. <laughs> like to, it's not the same reading it online. I don't think.
1: I do too, and like I, I've read this. We have the digital copies, obviously, because in the first book only the color was digital, and then the second book was completely digital. So I have it on the computer. I like it way better just to flip through it and open it and look at it that
0: way. Very cool. And uh, are you guys going to have merch and stuff available soon? Or I think it seems like that's kind of what I was thinking I was looking at it. I was like, this would be some good merch.
1: Yeah, we have uh, t-shirts and posters up right now as well. And we're working on getting, like, action figures and more uh, merchandising, like hats and cups and whatever.
0: Have you checked into, uh, do you already have a company for the action figures or...
1: Uh, I've looked into that a little bit. It's uh, it's going to be a minute because of how expensive they are.
0: Yeah, it is. pretty. Like
1: forty thousand dollars to get one figure out, and then you have a whole bunch of stock.
0: You might can do it cheaper than that. I, I, a lot of time we talk to uh, pro wrestlers on this show, and they do it through a company called Jax. It's called I guess J A X X. And I don't Oh, let look that up okay. yeah and I don't think they're paying anywhere near that, but a lot a lot of' them only order ten fifteen, you know they're like a lot of them, a lot of these guys are independent wrestlers, so they're not they're not selling 'em in stores but just at the at the shows and stuff, but I know that's it, cool I know it's not costing them that much, um yeah, I think it's called jacks j a x x but I'm sure you could probably check into that.
1: Yeah, I'll look into that because that would be great if I could get some action figures up already.
0: Yeah, that'd be cool. I
1: find that like getting those stories out there is key to selling action figures. But.
0: Yeah, it really is. And um, definitely this... And what about, you said, all over America. What about uh, Europe and stuff? I actually have listeners in... A lot of listeners in Canada, Australia, and Ireland. That seems to be the oh, cool. top, top three countries that listen to this show outside of America. But they can still order too, I guess. <laughs>
1: Well, um we're I again I'd have to talk to my uh accountant, but we I think we've come up with some issues with the taxes for other countries that so we're working on that still, but they should be available next year to buy.
0: Oh, okay. Well, that's not too far off. Only a few months.
1: Yep. Yeah. yeah, and there is people Thank goodness, right?
0: Yeah, and there's even some like stuff going on with COVID too, that's kinda stopping some mail overseas, too. I don't know what the whole deal is with that, but um, so it's probably a weird time anyway.
1: Yeah. It's, I don't know if it's the best time to learn how to do all this that we're working <laughs> on, but...
0: It probably is. I mean, it's definitely a best time for people to read comics, probably. they got a lot more time on their hands than than normal.
1: That's but. a good point. <laughs> we're excited to give people a little bit of entertainment in these trying times.
0: What uh what was what was some of your favorites back in the day when you were uh comics and oh. stuff? Probably had a bunch of them. um
1: Yeah, I have i got a bunch of comics and stuff. But my favorites were Batman and Spider Man. Those were the two I latched onto the most growing up. And I was actually influenced more by like the animated shows in the nineties. And the movies that came out in the early two thousands, like the Sam Raimi Spider Man and the Dark Knight movies.
0: Yeah, those are really good. Yeah, I've been kind of rewatching a a lot of the Marvel stuff because I got a I got an eleven year old son. And he never really watched any of them. And he's he wanted to go back and and do it in order. So we're trying. We're kind of doing that again now. <laughs> so, but, uh, that's
1: a that's a commitment.
0: Yeah, it's gonna take a while. So w we're not gonna go all the way we're not gonna go all the way to the very I think the very, very first one was Howard the Duck. I think we'll skip that one. <laughs> did you ever hey, see George
1: Lucas's Howard the Duck, huh?
0: Yes, yeah, so did you ever see that thing? I did. Uh I don't remember
1: most of it. I think I skipped around.
0: Yeah, it wasn't that it wasn't great at all.
1: <laughs> it was- oh, that was a, a rough movie
0: yeah and i'm I'm an older guy you know i'm i'm fifty two years old so I kind of grew up you know back in the seventies and eighties I was always pissed back then because I always I was a big x men and Avengers reader and stuff, and I was always pissed that they never could come up you know come out and with the movies and stuff and but now you know you realize why' cause the the technology was so bad back then whenever they tried <laughs> it, whenever they tried it it just didn't didn't work at all.
1: Yeah, those those old Marvel movies like that old Captain America and the Fantastic Four movies, those are really hard to sit through.
0: <laughs> yeah, they are. And I, you know another, another funny thing too. I grew up in a I grew up in Atlanta, Georgia. It was kind of the Bible belt down there. And uh
1: mm-hmm.
0: they had, they originally had a Fantastic Four cartoon that would come on, but they wouldn't let they wouldn't let the uh human torch be on it because they they thought he looked like the devil and he was on and they couldn't they couldn't really make him look like he was on fire either constantly, so it was they put they they uh, took him off and put a little robot in their group. And that was and that was lame too. Yeah, if you ever go back you can see that old cartoon, it was pretty lame. And
1: it's funny. Uh, it's crazy the kind of stuff they censored back in the day.
0: Yeah, and it... We always thought, we always got told it was because he, uh, the animation was just, he did, you know, you just couldn't make the fire look like it was constantly burning, but then we found out later that they just had so many people from uh, the South ride right in and bitch about it looking like the devil or something. <laughs> <laughs> it was pretty dumb. That's, that's interesting. Did you ever get into any of the, the lighter ones, like kind of like Richie Rich and all those kind of deals?
1: Uh, not a bunch, I remember, uh, like I said, I watched more shows, so I remember watching the old Richie Rich cartoon when I was a kid, uh, I never got into, like, Archie or anything like that.
0: Yeah, I wasn't too big on that, um, yeah, I've got some, I've got some comics, too, still here somewhere, but they, uh, I can't think of what it is now, they're kind of, they're not DC or Marvel, they're kind of off brand.
1: More independent, like, yeah. Image or something?
0: Yeah, 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 I think I got a few of those and something, but, uh. Yeah, I guess there's all kinds of them out there now. But do you find it a tough, a tough market, or
1: uh, I've been really surprised with the, I guess, uh, engagement and responses we've gotten, uh, with very little negative feedback. But I do think that when the net of negative feedback comes in, just to come in, I think that's how I'll know I've made it. But for right now, we've had really good engagements and responses, and uh, we just put up our book for sale a couple weeks ago, this first one, and I'm really surprised with how well it's done so far.
0: Yeah, that's cool. And you got to take the negative feedback with a grain of salt, because you know, I mean, there's there's certain people out there that are just going to bitch about anything, and then there's the other ones that are probably jealous that you're further along than they are type thing, and... You know, that's that's kind of. I'm a musician. It's kind of that way in music too. I mean, you put out a CD, somebody you know. There's other people that'll say it suck, and then you look into it, and there are other guitar players that haven't put out a CD yet, kind of thing.
1: Yeah, that's, that's rough. <laughs> I think the all of art kind of has that sort of community wrapped around it too.
0: Right, right. Um, what's your what do you think your key demographic is as far as? Um, well, that's
1: a... Oh, sorry.
0: No, go ahead. I was just... I didn't know if it was more adult-oriented or not. It didn't seem like it was.
1: Well, um, this this Welcome to Bleak Haven is more uh, teen, older teen and adult-based because it's got like a lot of really dark themes, like human sacrifice and stuff like that. Right. But uh, we do have a, a wide variety of books. That are gonna come out. Um, one of the books we announced is called *Credence: Rise of the Mothmen. Men*. That one's more of a young adult book. Oh, Okay. That's a. And then we have. Oh, sorry. I was just again.
0: saying, you know, yeah, my my demographic's a little older, so that's probably good that you're a, that they could be into this. I don't have a lot of kids listening.
1: <laughs> but, <laughs> but, oh, that's okay. I we we're trying to. You know, not not force every single product to be for everybody. We won't want, it, but we want to give everybody a chance to be into it. I guess is what I'm trying to say. So we have another book that's more focused to like teenage girls. Um, that one's called Marks. Okay. And then we have uh, the, our third book, per- the Priest of Lee Haven, is. Uh, prequel to the Welcome to Bleak Haven and the subsequent animated series that I guess is still more for teens and adults, but Right, right. It's, yeah.
0: Now do you have a is there like a key, like, dominant figure in your in your kind of universe there? Like you know how like, you know, Superman's DC, I guess and Spider Man's Marvel, I guess. Do you guys have a a standout kind of start up character guy?
1: Well, I would say that that character is really the skull of him because he's uh, he's got, like, the cool look. He kind of reminds me a little bit of Hellboy. He doesn't really look like Hellboy, but he reminds me of, like, you know, the monster-looking hero. <clears throat> so maybe something like Spawn.
0: Oh, gotcha. Uh, but
1: he kind of has the personality of Batman and Spider-Man, where he talks a lot like Spider-Man. But oh, okay. So... Uh, I, I think he's going to become that key figure, but we haven't really set him up to be that way.
0: So it's, it's, you're, uh, you're probably more of a Marvel guy, it sounds like.
1: Yeah, um, I, I've tried to... Uh, I, I like both a lot. I, it's hard for me to pick, but I think Spider-Man has been a huge uh, influence on me. And, yeah. I mean, I, I would say that Bleak Haven is more patterned off of, like, Gotham City, so it's hard to say there, too.
0: Oh, okay. So it's, I was always more of a Marvel guy. I just always thought they're, you know, they always had the backstories and the kind of internal conflicts going on, and none, none of them were, like, a, that happy. <laughs> you know, they had a lot of going on. I guess Batman was kind of that way, too, but... Um.
1: I I think I think we have kind of taken that Marvel thing because I think that uh, Marvel's characters are very human and these are just regular people that have been given these immense powers, whereas as in DC they're more godlike and they're more comfortable with their powers. Right, right. Yeah. So I would say that these characters are very uncomfortable with the situations that they find themselves in.
0: Yeah. Um. Yeah, I've been recently been watching the. Uh, have, you, have you seen Hellstrom yet? you been watching that. I have not. Yeah, it's it's like on Hulu or something. It's based off of the, you know, the son of Satan character guy in Marvel. So it's uh, oh, a.
1: Cool.
0: It's out right now on Hulu, but it's not. You know, it's not. He's not wearing the uh, spandex and stuff. It's kind of like a Lucifer, <laughs> the Lucifer, uh, ver, uh, the Marvel version of that, I guess.
1: I right, not have to check that out. Yeah,
0: it's not bad. It's uh, better than I thought it would be. Um, where are you guys, uh, where are you calling me from, by the way?
1: Uh, I'm in uh, Salt Lake City right now.
0: Oh, okay. I thought that may have been an Idaho number or something you called me from.
1: Oh, it is an Idaho number. I'm originally from Idaho. I moved down here about mm, six, seven years ago.
0: Oh, okay yeah i gotta i'm actually driving up there at three a m to pocatello <laughs> so, i'm kind of a semi retired musician i still play and stuff but i uh i drive a truck now mainly for my day job i'll be i'll be heading up to Pocatello about three four a m hopefully the snow uh, that's not nice. <laughs> what part are you from up there Oh uh, i'm actually
1: from Blackfoot just a little bit north
0: yeah yeah i've been through there too. That's a nice little area. It's got yeah. got the casinos and stuff now, though, I guess. Um,
1: yeah, we have the casino right off the freeway in Port Hall. Yep. It's a nice little community.
0: Now, there's probably some shops around Salt Lake and stuff you could probably uh, get the comic in, don't you think?
1: Yeah, we're working on a couple different shops right now. I don't want to say their names because I don't know if they um they haven't ordered anything yet but they've they're working on their order i guess oh okay so we're in we're in talks with a couple of the main comic book shops down here
0: okay well that's very cool also
1: uh boise as well
0: so that's cool yeah that uh that's a good uh that's a good town too for that kind of thing maybe even twin falls and stuff but uh also probably provo i'd hit up you know provo and ogden's got a lot of a lot of people that are into that kind of thing. Like I said, we got the we got like a heebie-jeebies up here. They call it, and it's pretty much a comic store and games and comics.
1: Yeah, they've got a couple of good, really, uh, really good stores in Provo
0: and Lehigh and
1: up in Ogden. This is a good area for it, for sure.
0: Yeah, and you may have to do like I know back in the day when I used to sell CDs, I just have to, I'd have to go into some of these independent places, and they wouldn't actually order the CD, but I would, like, take 20 of them in there, put them in my own display, and then come back, you know, a month later and <laughs> get, cut them 40% or whatever. There's all kinds of things you can do. Um, I was going to tell you also, there's a guy that I interviewed. Man, this is probably, this is going to be show, like, 67 or something with you on it, but uh, probably back around show 50 area in there named Tommy Durth. It's like it's spelled like Earth, but with a D in front of it. You should definitely, okay. you should definitely get in contact with him. You might have to go back and listen to the episode. But he's a, he kind of does everything. He was one of the uh, stormtroopers on the Mandalorian, and he, uh, he's a musician. He puts out like all kinds of music and videos. But he's a, he's big time. He does a lot of the, a lot of animation. I know he's, I don't know if he does it himself or if his company does it. But you may, uh, he's, he would probably be a big time fan of this. And plus he make it help you out in that area, you should maybe maybe try to get a hold of him.
1: Sure, I'll go back and listen to the episode and yeah. see if I can get in contact.
0: Yeah, you can you can find him, uh Tommy Durth. His band's like um the Daily Basis is what he calls his band. It's really just him. Puts out he plays all the instruments, but yeah, uh, he, uh, he's a uh, he was a stormtrooper on the Mandalorian, but I, mean, I think he got killed in one of the episodes. <laughs> I don't know if they I don't know if they stuck him under another suit or just left him dead.
1: <laughs> I mean I'd imagine they just bring back bring him back, change his suit a little bit if it's dirty, you know.
0: Yeah, he's right there in Hollywood and he he does a lot of videos and stuff. He's uh he's I think he could probably help you guys out and probably become a big fan at the same time. He may be listen he may listen to this episode. I'm not sure if he still listens or not, but um but anyway uh tell everybody where they can find you besides is it, you got a social media presence out there, I guess.
1: Or? Yeah, we could use uh blah blah blah. Yeah, we have uh bleakhaven.com, that's where we have our shop and everything, and then we use Facebook and Instagram, just look up Bleakhaven, spelled Haven Like Heaven. Yeah. And then people can just uh find us on our social media. I think we are most active on Facebook. We have a couple social media per- people and the person who does Instagram is kind of lazy, so.
0: Yeah. <laughs> That's mostly just pictures anyway. <laughs> what about, uh, yeah. What about, uh, YouTube or anything? Uh,
1: yeah, we do have a YouTube channel. Uh, there's not much there yet. I think there's one video. We have a live art piece that we did for our Halloween event. So it's just a sped up, uh, uh with our two comic book artists drawing on a canvas.
0: Oh, okay, well that's still cool. There's a like, my daughter's an artist and she would be into that. She's thirteen, but yeah, there's a lot of people that definitely uh, like watching that and learning. But um, well man, I appreciate you calling in. I won't keep you any longer. And I uh, I've been wanting to have an author on the show and for a while. Uh, instead of just musicians and comedians and stuff, i and uh, I'm glad it, glad it was you because uh, I'm a, I'm a comic fan myself and I know a lot of the listeners are too. And I, well,
1: I really appreciate the opportunity to talk about it. It's, I like talking
0: about it a lot, so that's
1: it's okay with me. So yeah, and thanks
0: I, for having me. On. And there's, there's, I usually have two thousand to six thousand listeners. It just depends. So hopefully we'll get some new uh, new readers out there. And I, you know, I was going to shoot this out at you too. If you uh, ever, if you ever want to, just uh, shoot me over a little minute long. Uh, commercial type thing and i'll keep a uh, will keep it steady on the show
1: um oh that'd be great i would really appreciate that i have uh we actually have a podcast as well it's the bleak haven or welcome to bleak haven podcast so i'll have uh Birdman is our uh, host of that show so i'll have, uh, have him uh record something
0: yeah and go ahead and uh go ahead and promote that and i'm uh, and that's through they can probably is that through anchor as well where i do mine
1: yeah, they use uh, we use Anchor for that, and we can use, uh, it's on Apple uh, uh, Podcast, Google Podcast. I think it's on basically everything. He did a really good job setting it up.
0: Yeah, I think most people listen to mine on Spotify, so I'm sure if you're on Anchor, you're also on there. Um, yeah, we're on Spotify, too. I know. And mine.
1: that's just the place where we talk about the creation of Bleak Haven. so artists and writers, we just talk about it.
0: Now is the easiest way. To, can you link up to that off of your website? Um,
1: yeah, we we have a link on our website for it. I think
0: because I what do you know what the is it what anchor dot fm slash what Bleakhaven?
1: Uh, welcome to Bleakhaven.
0: Welcome yeah. to Bleakhaven, and and that's spelled B L E A K H E A V E N, right?
1: Correct. Yeah.
0: Okay. Well, I'll get that. Uh, yeah, shoot me over that. Uh, Shoot me over a little minute commercial, and I'll uh, I'll make sure it's constantly listened to. Cause my other my main sponsor is Black Doomba Records. They're like a they're like a what you call it doom metal uh, record oh, cool. record label out of Atlanta, Georgia, where I'm from, and they uh, kind of the same fan base. So a lot of those guys would definitely be into this too. Oh, that'd be awesome! I really appreciate you having me
1: and and plugging our stuff.
0: Yep, and you uh, have a good day, man, and uh, stay safe out there, and I'll I'll talk to you real soon.
1: You too. Thanks again.
0: Talk to you later. Bye. Bye. Stanley Cade, Bostwick, Bleakhaven Comics. If you want to, like I said, if you wanted to get their comic, just go to bleakhaven.com. It's like B-L-E-A-K and then heaven, H-E-A-V-E-N. They call it, uh, I think it's pronounced Bleakhaven, but it's like bleakhaven.com. And uh, once you get on the website, you'll see, uh, Join our heroes as they struggle to unearth the mysteries of Bleakhaven. There are many dark secrets deep in the bowels of the city that are safeguarded by the greed of man and the wisdom of demons. We hope to see you as these adventures unravel. So yeah, that's Bleakhaven Comics for you to pick up. You can pick them up, uh, like I said, off their website, bleakhaven.com. Also, if you live in Utah, you'll be able to pick them up in the uh, local comic shops pretty soon. Um... I don't know which ones, yet. Yeah, you'll just have to get on there and they'll, they'll tell you about it, and then uh, maybe even in Idaho and some of the surrounding areas, so they've been, yeah, they've been working on this thing for a while, so they finally, uh finally got it out, and I'm glad, it's cool, they got a whole, like, universe that they're, uh, they've created, so it's, it's kind of a, there's a lot of, a lot of different characters and stuff, but they say that the story is basically it's the human emotion struggles the characters go through. Maybe, man struggling to find purpose in the world, a family under weight of crippling effects of divorce, kind of real stuff, you know. That, uh, but basically the combination of a large scale epic adventure and internal human emotion, and that's uh, what's Bleak Bleak Haven's about. Um, so you can you can also get merch on there on bleakhaven.com. I'm trying to pull it up right now, so I forgot exactly what they. Well, you can get com. You know, you can of course, get the comics there, but they also do have cool t-shirts, and I hope Stanley sends me one because I like the hell out of the shirts. They're really cool looking, and also they got hoodies. Good prices too, man. So go on to bleakhaven.com. B-l-e-a-k-h-e-a-v-e-n. This is a bonus episode. Like I said, no uh, no music on here other than my uh, intro improv and outro improv and the music you hear in the background, which is mine, off of my very first CD release called Scars, way back in 1994, which I think I actually recorded it way before then, and uh, on like a $250 budget and a piece of crap Ovation celebrity guitar, which I loved. A Kramer fretless bass, which I borrowed, and uh, like a conga drum and tambourine and maraca. Not even a good maraca either; just one that you uh. That you just getting like a <laughs> some like a for a look, it's like a decoration kind of Morocco. But anyway, it's probably my best selling album, I'll have to check. It's definitely up there still. <laughs> um, um that's kind of how it goes sometimes. Your first one's the one people like the most. They can feel the hunger. Definitely was going through some shit back then. But uh thank you for uh tuning into the show, Southern Man Western Town. Please support the show. Go to anchor.fm slash jeff-lawrence. If you can do $2 a month, $5 a month, $1 a month, whatever you can do, greatly helps. Or if you just want to do a one-time donation, go to venmo.com slash jeff-lawrence-48. That's jeff-j-e-f-f-lawrence-l-a-w-r-e-n-c-e. Thank you to the couple of supporters that I do have. I don't have very many, but the ones I, I do have, I certainly appreciate it. Because, like I said, I've been bringing you content for almost a year. The, I started the show the day after Christmas last year. And it's uh, going to be uh, a year coming up shortly. And I've been doing this some uh, 60-something episodes now. and Definitely don't make any money doing this. I'm just trying to bring people that really work hard on their art and their uh, entertainment and their, uh, you know, to that you may not be a, get a chance to hear of, or you may not get a chance, to, you just don't come across them online or whatever, I'm bringing it to you, introducing you to it in a lot of ways, sometimes it's people that you've already heard, you know, and you've, you're already familiar with, some of you, um, but uh, hopefully I'm turning you on to something new every time, just like, this, just like this episode of Bleak Haven Comics, you may not even know existed, it's fairly new, but once you uh once you get into reading the, the comic you're gonna you're gonna dig it if you're a comic fan and you know, it's probably uh it's very 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 cool so i encourage you to do so and they need your support just like uh just like me and all the musicians and the comedians and pro wrestlers that i have out there on here i mean and that's why I do the show, just to kind of turn you guys on to things you might not know. I'm, I, and I'm doing that to myself too. Like sometimes I'll, I just sometimes I'll just come across somebody on Instagram or whatever, and I say, yeah, that's cool. I like the way that person plays guitar or whatever. And then I'll email them, and then they'll email me back. And pretty soon they're on the show, and then I'm a fan because I liked what I liked what I heard the first time, and I discovered what they have going on on uh, Spotify and whatever, and then. And then I, you know, relay all that to you guys, the listeners, and then hopefully you guys go over to Spotify and they, you know, they got new fans. It's a ground level way of building a, uh, building it up, building the arts and entertainment. Um, but I really appreciate you guys tuning in. Like always, you can find me at djslawrence.com. Uh, not very active on my website right now, I don't have any gigs. But you can still go on there and stream some tunes for free. I rather you stream them on Spotify and iTunes I get paid that way. I don't get paid anything for my website. It costs me money. So uh, on Spotify you can go you can find me under Jeff Lawrence or J S Lawrence. J dot Or you can find me on uh, go to the Facebook page, Southern Man Western Town Podcast. Shoot me a line on the Facebook page. Go to uh, Jeff S Lawrence one on Twitter, Jeff S Lawrence on Facebook, J Law Music Man on Instagram, and uh, of course you can find this show on Spotify and uh, all the platforms. You can you can go directly to the source where I record it for, which is anchor.fm slash Jeff Lawrence. If you want to listen directly off of Anchor, you can do that. But anyway, until next time, check out Bleak Haven Comics. Thanks for. Uh, Mr. Bostwick for being on the show today, I really appreciate it, and I'll, uh, this is, like I said, this is a bonus episode, this is the second one I put out this week, but I'll, uh, probably drop another one on Sunday, and that's gonna be a surprise who that is, talk to you guys real soon, take care of each other, wear your mask, um, stay six feet apart, don't gather, you know, we gotta get this virus under control, and, uh, You know, I don't talk about this much, and I don't get paid for it, but if you ever get a chance to support the St. Jude's Hospital in Memphis, that's the charity that I, if you don't want to donate to me, donate to them, that's my, the charity that I go to. And uh, help those kids out if you can. Just a little side note. They don't pay me to say that. They don't tell me to say it. I'm not in any way affiliated with them. It's just my uh, personal favorite charity. Anyway, take care. Talk to you guys next time. So long from the high desert. About 5,500 feet above sea level. High above the west. Mountain west. We'll talk to you again soon. Southern Man, Western Town, Jeff Lawrence, signing off.